Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Friday. Who doesn't love Friday? Oh my gosh, it's Friday. It's also minute number 86 of the Beetlejuice Minute. In this minute, Lydia rides her bike home. The Maitlands are waiting for her like parents. Lydia gives photos of the town to Adam for his model. She chats with Barbara about science class. She gets a C in science and an A in math. So the Maitlands discover whether or not Lydia can have permission to do something that is not yet revealed in this minute. (laughs) It's all very sweet and Norman Rockwellian. And uh, speaking of sweet and Norman Rockwellian... Oh, well, no, that's not really a good no, description I'll of Chris it. Taylor. I'll take it. It might not be true, but I'll still take it. <laughs> I like Norman Rockwellian. Hi, Chris Taylor, our guest speaker for the week. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> so um, I, I guess I will mention, because I did actually mention that as a note, um, the entire minute is about as Norman Rockwell as it ever gets in the Tim Burton universe. Mm. Um, the Laura Ashley wallpaper, the Maitlands, and as much love as ever. And Lydia just pretty much acts the part of the proud daughter. Even her Lydia's bangs are fluffy. They're no longer gelled into spikes. However, they are still like shaggy, weird bangs, even though they're fluffy bangs, which I think is cool because that is actually her character, you know, to be a little offbeat. And she still has her camera around her neck. Well, also, I didn't mention in last minute because it's more really this minute. But if you look, uh, she's the only monochromatic one at the school. Yes, she's the only one wearing a black blazer. Everyone else is, you know, bright and shiny with their white shirts, mm-hmm. but hers is covered over with a black blazer. My last thought on this thought that uh, that this whole minute could be the start of a of a Hallmark movie called <laughs> Beetlejuice: The Aftermath, coming to you on the Hallmark Channel, coming to your way. <laughs> well, if, any, if anyone you know came into this movie without seeing the prior eighty. Six, Six other minutes. minutes. <laughs> Wouldn't think anything of it, but where are her parents? I mean, this yeah, is the where first... are her parents? <laughs> <laughs> this is the the prior. Like, this is very much like the first what five six minutes of the movie too. Is very much like oh, this yeah. too. Where you're just like, oh, look how sweet everything is. It's so cute. We're back to the sweets. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's uh, well, okay. First, we'll talk about the minute. Then I'll talk about what isn't in the minute. Because oh lordy, there's a lot in this that was cut. Uh, okay, so we get the give or take a year line from Adam. So I guess time is still passing oddly, but it Inside. can't be passing oddly because if she's in school, like how? I, I think that was Adam's really lame attempt at a joke. <laughs> I think so because I think he's just excited that she's there. Yeah. I don't think it's a literal. What time is it? Saturday. Is that the best you can do? <laughs> there are some numbers, but they could be anything. <laughs> what is that from? It's from Red Dwarf. Oh, okay. It's from my epi- favorite episode of Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam also makes a comment about the new town hall. So obviously a fair amount of time has passed since uh, the Beetle incident. Right. And I would have thought Lydia would be all about dissecting frogs. No. Nope. Kind of. Nope. Because I remember earlier on, one of the minutes I wasn't on, y'all were talking about that. Y'all were talking about, uh, like, saying that she was probably the one that would, like, dissect cats or something like that. Yeah. 
And I was like, she won't. It's against her religion. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently, whenever I it, it, like li- me listening to the podcast that I'm not on, is very a very interactive experience. Like I'm well, yelling things. And <laughs> hey, maybe we should it. have the podcast of the podcast. I should. Oh my god, I should have done that. <laughs> oh, that would have been done fun. The, the get go. Like oh, don't, oh. I do podcast commentary. <laughs> Pod commentary. I should do that for the next, next podcast. Exactly. Pod commentary. I like it. Um. Adam, let your wife speak. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing. He just has like kind of cute, but at the same time, it looks like he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. We like, don't talk what about what I got in science class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, we looked it up, and Gina Davis. We were just, you know, convincing, you know, what confirming, not confirming, convincing, yeah. confirming that Gina Davis is a brilliant woman. She is a member of Mensa. Yep. So those are the. She's a certified genius, basically. So uh, I bet she got A's in science class. Probably. Just, just throwing that out there. I know that wasn't amusing, but, you know, it's <laughs> trivia for those of you who want to know that kind of thing. <laughs> and speaking of trivia for those of you who want to know that kind of thing, unless somebody else has something on the minute. I was just thinking about how uh, whenever we started talking about this movie, we made references way to the cartoon back. way back when. And we hadn't really been referencing the cartoon yeah. that much. But seeing the the school at the beginning of this minute – and thinking about it, it just reminds me of the cartoon because Lydia's That's in right, that school in the cartoon, yeah. and there's a lot. Of, there's a couple of friend characters who are very, very over the top caricature types, and mm-hmm. so I, I got mad cartoon flashbacks during that. <laughs> That's not cool. Oops. <laughs> I have something, but I think I might want to save it for the end, just because of the way I've worded it. Oh, okay. Well, in my notes, which may not come out that way out of my mouth. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Gather around, kids, while I tell you everything that was cut, because, oh, lordy, there's a lot of it. For starters, uh, we get a nice little exterior of Winter River, a bright day, birds sing, Ernie polishes the lion, old Bill sleeps, people stroll. And then oh, it cuts so to nice. the, the school. Yeah, a nice little yeah. nod to the beginning. Get everything. Yeah. We also check back in on Jane, with Ooh. little Jane following. Are they dressed alike? Yes. <laughs> So you're sacrificing a goat or something? Is that what? Well, <laughs> Lydia asks, how's the dirt business? And Jane says, I'm expecting a call from your parents. I have some news for them. Uh, Lydia says, tell them I'll call them tonight. Ernie polishes the lion. Lydia pauses and says, don't forget the balls, Ernie. Yay, callbacks. Then it goes to uh, Jane screaming into the phone. What do you mean, no? After all I've done for you, I don't do this for my health, you know. Camera explores a row of photographs of houses for sale. On the photograph of the old Maitland's house, it's dilapidated and haunted looking. A legend reads, Fixer Uppers Special. Jane saying, I have a bona fide offer of $250,000 for that dump. Little Jane now at the Xerox machine. The noise irritates Big Jane, and she throws a wad of paper at Little Jane. Little Jane gets mad, throws her paper into the air, and exits. Still going. We recognize the furniture. It's the Dietzes in a New York apartment. Delia's on the phone to Jane. Charles comes in with the Wall Street Journal. He fidgets, taps his fingers, reads, and pours coffee all at once. And uh, basically, Charles is saying they don't want anybody even looking at the house. They don't want it painted. They don't want the yard mode, the trees. They don't want it termite inspected. It's not for sale. Jane asks when they will sell it. And Delia steps into the phone and says, never, honey, never, and hangs up. Some people never know when to leave things the way they are. And then Delia exits the movie. Oh. And then and then it goes to the Adam and Barbara scene. Okay, okay. you know what's so weird? Cut, <laughs> so they because, cut all of that. Because my thoughts, without having ever read that or hearing that, was that the Maitlands are downstairs, and um, which kind of means that maybe the 
Dietzes have moved out, giving them the run of the house, ideally never selling it in the next 125 years, perhaps willing it to Lydia, who might then, you know, possibly will it to her little girl, however long it takes for that 125 years to go out. And I wanted to say maybe her little girl is the little girl at the end of Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) For those who have seen both movies, you see the (laughs) (laughs) tie-in. Wouldn't that be sweet? So they're giving the audience a lot of credit for the ending of this movie. (laughs) Well, Well, that's kind of what I figured. I kind of figured all of that out without the... That's so weird, though. Yeah, but it would have been nice to see. Maybe not all the Jane stuff, but... I like the idea in principle, like mm-hmm. the idea that, you know, they've kind of respected that it's a house. It's the whole thing I was saying before about mm-hmm. how the house is kind of a character in the script. Yeah. And it, this is this is full circle. And when we get to next week, it'll, yeah, it'll pop up. They'll say it again, again yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would Delia and Charles tell Child Protective Services <laughs> about their daughter? Oh, she's she's living with some – that's fine. She's a 15-year-old girl. It's fine. She's, <laughs> she's living with some ghosts, totally well-adjusted. You know, so that they didn't – I'm glad they didn't have uh, them move back to New York because we see them what, next in the next minute or two minutes away. However, we see them at the end of the movie. We see Charles and Delia at the end of the movie and they're still in the house. Barry's giving you a look like he doesn't remember that <laughs> You're part. You're trying to remember? <laughs> trying to remember. Yeah, the, we see them at the end because Charles is like reading the serial instructions thing. Um, so we see that they're still – they still live there and everything. But I like that it seems like they're letting – Edward and Barbara, like, they came to kind of an understanding, like, hey, this is our house. You really screwed it up. <laughs> um, we understand you want to express yourself, but damn. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so it looks like they're having her, like, you know, they're redoing, like, you know, redecorating it back to how they had it. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably find some compromise, I'm sure. Like, we don't see what necessarily what it is. Yeah. Uh, we know that we will find out that Delia still does do her art and everything. Uh, but they probably, after... What they just had, they probably sat down and had a nice conversation, you know, over some like ghost coffee or something. Ghost and coffee just, and Sashawan. Sashawan? <laughs> Cantonese. Sashawan. Oh, can't. Oh. Which one was it that they couldn't have? They didn't find in, in their Connecticut area. Sashawan, I think. Sashawan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Cantonese. Yeah. And um, so I, they probably just kind of like, you know, worked it out, which is which is sad because I would really like to have watched that scene. I would have loved to have seen that. It would have been like the most like dull movie scene ever. <laughs> but I would have liked to have seen it. Just watch these people talk about, hey, so let's get along. Okay. Ghost family. We'll get along. You know, it would have been so really sweet. sweet. <laughs> um, I do like the balls thing coming full circle. Yeah. That uh, would have been great. That would have been funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I still don't think the way Adam is in the movie him making a ball polishing reference would have been something that he would have said, or it would have been like his one, unless he, unless he played it really like tee hee he like where he said it. And then and as then he, he was like, driving away, he was like, he, I said balls. Like he looked really, and, and like, Barbara would be like, Oh, you're that. so naughty. You know, I can see that. or yeah. something like that. And then for Lydia to say it again, and cause I think in the script doesn't, who is it that is polishing the balls? Ernie. 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 Yeah. Doesn't Ernie kind of give her a look like, what? how do you know about this? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He looks confused like, like she's what? making the reference. Yeah. <laughs> the only one that ever talked about polishing the lion balls has been dead for how, however long it's <laughs> been. How long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, I thought that would have been kind of nice. Yeah. To have like, you know, full circle ball polishing. <laughs> <laughs> gone all the way around with it i don't know where to go from there yeah (laughs) happy friday it's oh wait no that's the (laughs) that's 
Hey, and we just went on a wild tangent in our bonus features on the Oscars. So if you want to listen to that, feel free to check that out. And meanwhile, happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. And go check out our Facebook group because we hadn't mentioned that this week. And the Star Wars Minute. Facebook. We haven't mentioned them this week either. Oh, yeah, the Star Wars Minute as well. (laughs) Aw, feel the love. Rungawoo. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.